Hello and welcome into the Section 109 podcast from Studio Breezy. I'm here with Matthew on the telephone because you know what? We're on the telephone pretty much every single uh, week, several times while you drive to or from Nashville to here. And uh, figured this was a good time to talk really briefly about the playoff picture for CFC going into the Albion game on Wednesday. Matthew, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Close to being back home. Hey, that's always good. Get out of that wretched, wretched place that is Nashville. That den of iniquity. Oh, just kidding. Um, and back to uh, back to God's country. Pretty soon. Pretty so, soon I will. So I'm just going to jump straight in here. Uh, I know you don't have anything you can read in front of you, so I'm going to do the homework this time and you do the reacting. How about that? Sure. So Cal United is currently in first place with 17 games played. They have a 2.18 adjusted points per game, meaning not everyone is going to play the same number of games. Therefore, uh, they put a little A in front of points per game, I guess. Um, We have played 22, and they have played 17. Let's start with that. That feels pretty wild. Yeah, it's just sort of one of those quirks of the NISA schedule. Uh, this made a lot more sense in the fall when there were 10 teams, and uh, the fall portion of the schedule was 18 games for each team, nine on the road, nine at home. Uh, with this schedule, we got 10 teams, both split east and west. So the the East teams play the East teams four times each, 16 games from, from that pod. And then the West teams play the 10 games, uh, one each way uh, for 10 more games to make 26. But with the fall of Valley United and all Valley United games getting eliminated uh, from even remote contention, and then keeping the Bay Cities games uh, after they disintegrated, thanks to the wonderful fucking horrible leadership of John Grooch uh, and some empty promises there. Uh, we're left with a just completely scrambled schedule. So we play only twice the rest of the season. Uh, some of these other teams just have you know four, four or five games left. Absolutely. So everybody on this list, we're going to go through everybody's schedule real quick. Um, we're, we're leaving out the uh, Flower City who have pl- played 22 just like we have in Los Angeles Force because who gives a fuck about the Force? Um, we're going to leave them out because they have been eliminated from playoff contention. So CFC controls their own destiny. Uh, other than the part that it is weird about there being 17 games played versus 22 games played, we control our own destiny. What does that mean? Well, technically, mathematically, I think we could catch Cal United. Uh, but I'm not betting on that, and I don't think anybody on this call is betting on that. Correct, Matthew? Uh, no. Cal United's good enough to, uh, to, to stumble their way backwards into enough points to, to keep first. And speaking of that, let's just jump into their schedule real quick. So their remaining schedule has three home games. They play on Wednesday, September 28th, tomorrow against the Syracuse Pulse. They play Wednesday, October 5th versus Maryland, so they get a full week to rest. Then they play Saturday, October 8th at Albion, their only... I would say super difficult game there because it's on the road and then back at home against LA force on October 15. So they would have to lose all four of those games uh, and we would have to win our remaining two for there to be an, even a mathematical chance. And even then um, I've not done that math. I think that that puts us uh, one above them. If they lost all of theirs, I think that puts us just barely above them. Um, But yeah, that's let's be real. That's not happening. 
Um, in fact, let me do that math real quick. <laughs> Live math on the podcast. That's something else. This is, uh, this is, this is exactly what the listeners want is, uh, us doing math on this podcast. Yeah. It, well, like, let me just, while you're doing math, I think that that Pulse game is not going to be easy for them. Uh, Syracuse played really well against Albion, uh, missed a penalty late and then gave up a, an insurance goal, a world that you super, super late in that game. Uh, I think I think they'd be really disappointed uh, not to take points from the Albion game. Uh, and Syracuse has been on a bit of a roll. Uh, their last loss was, uh, aside from the, the Albion game on Sunday night, or Saturday night, excuse me, their last loss close, tight affair. So, you know, this is a team on, on a good, good run. Cag United struggled a little bit. Uh, uh, they have not scored in their last in their last two games. One of those was against Albion uh, in a two one loss, and then the other was a no no draw against LA Force Saturday night. You might be wondering why I just said they haven't scored. Uh, the one goal in their two one loss to Albion at home was an own goal. So uh, offense has offense has gone a little quiet from Cal United's perspective. They also just fired Don Ebert. Uh, which I can't decide if that's a, a plus for them or a minus for them. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and, and like, look, Maryland, they, they lost to Maryland in, in, in uh, Maryland when they played last time, just before they played us in August. So none of those, I mean, none of these games are going to be easy uh, for Cal United. I just think it's mathematically, so it I'll give mathematically possible. I, it's I, not, it, yeah, so look, we're not catching Cal United. Let's be real. Um, but let me let me read to you their last. If people want to have hope, I'll give you the hopeful case. Uh, they have three ties, a loss, and a win in their last five. Um, so they're on a little bit of a skid here. They just fired their coach, and they could implode. They have four games left. Um, if we pick up six points, so let's say we win our next two, we win out. They have four games left. If they get six more points, we are tied. If we get six and they get six, we're tied. If we get six, <clears throat> let me let me do this math again. If we get if we end up at twenty four games played and forty nine points, we are at two point oh four, and I don't know how many decimal points they go out here, but that's the most we can get. If they get six more points, so they get forty three total, so they only win two of their next their next four, and they divide that by twenty one. We're at 2.04 points now. They may go out another decimal point, and then we're out anyway. Um, but if they stop on the first two decimal points, or if they round up, we're just screwed. But basically, let's put it this way. We are... I'll save you the trouble. Aren't we going to draw with Michigan Stars in a couple weeks? We are going to draw with Michigan Stars. So this is all yeah. this is all for nothing. But I will say, the point being is, we if they get at least six points, we are mathematically eliminated, assuming they use the third decimal point to round up. If not, we're tied, and then we have a chance. But if they pick up more than six points, so they get more than two wins in their next four, they get two wins and a draw, even if we win out, we are out. Um, and by the way, they, like I said earlier, they had three home games, um, and those three home games are uh, LA Force at home, Maryland, and, and the Pulse. And like you said, the Pulse are going to be a, maybe a tough game for them. But also, I expect them, they also play at Flower City, so... I'm sorry, that's I'm just reading the wrong one. Uh, Cal United, they play, sorry, home versus Pulse, home versus Maryland, home versus LA Force, and then at Albion. I would be surprised if they didn't pick up nine points from the remaining 12. So let's, 
uh, you and I both agree they're going to win first place in this combined league table. Um, but there is a very, very, very outside chance CFC could do it. I'm not betting on that. We're going to get hopefully four points from our next two and uh, seal up second place. Now, here's the most likely scenario. We control our own destiny to get second place. That's why I said we control our own destiny here. Second place means we host, we get a bye, and we host our first playoff game, which would be the semifinals. That needs to and must be CFC's goal, in my opinion. Do you agree with that, Matthew? Uh, yeah. I mean, anything else would be, I'm not going to say a failure, because that feels a little strong, but um, it, would, it would be a, a departure from the goal at the beginning of the season, honestly. Um, and, and, and the fact that, yes, Albion's you know, playing fairly well uh, right now. They're, they've picked up you know, a couple players uh, since the summer break. Uh, and, and we had a tough game out there in, San, well, in Costa Mesa or wherever we were playing, San Marcos, uh, when we beat them 2-1. But, like, it's a home game. Uh, they have to travel. They just played a tough game against Pulse on Saturday night. Uh, it's a big, I mean, it, we, we win that game and that's, that's curtains on second place. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, it's wild that a regular season sometimes can come down to, you know, the last one of the last two games of the season, but that's where, that's where we are for us. Yeah. Uh, so and, we, I, and I think like if you're, if you're tasked with making sure you win an incredibly tough game at home or go to Michigan stars, play on a, you know, 45 yard field wide field, to try to get three points. Well, I put I put some stock in. I put some stock in, in trying to make sure you win the you win the home game against Albion, especially because I think the guys need a, a really good performance and should be up for it compared to the performance that uh, we saw against Flowers at Union on the weekend. I agree with that. So uh, some more math here, uh, courtesy of David Smotherman. I have not checked his math, but I also believe in trust in David. Um, and I believe CFC actually put out the same math um, later on, so I'm sure it's correct. Uh, we need three points to clinch second, as we said. In the worst-case scenario, that we get zero points over the next two games. Albion would need to pick up seven of the 12 remaining points to pass us. That would be three against us, and then four of their remaining possible over the remaining possible three games. So that's why that Albion game is so big, because if we draw with them, even though it would be a bummer, still makes it real hard for them to catch us because we limit the amount of points uh, that they have available to them. Stars would need to pick up 11 of 12 points to pass us uh, if we were to get zero points. So the chances of us getting a home playoff game are very, very, very high. In fact, I think they're already guaranteed there. Um, yeah, a home, play- a home playoff game in, any, in some variety is guaranteed. The question Which is, do we get play- that by? Yeah, I mean, you, you just don't want to be playing a, a home playoff game, then playing a guaranteed road playoff game, and then shaking out whatever the soccer needs that gods have if we're able to win a semifinal on the road. Agreed, agreed. And then I will give you a few. Albion plays at CFC. They play at Maryland. They play at Michigan Stars, and they play at home versus Cal United. So the hardest of this group is probably their remaining schedule, um, which, again, is at CFC on Wednesday, September 28th. On Saturday, they go straight to Maryland. Then uh, they have a uh, they go to Michigan the Wednesday after that. So that's three games in 10 days, all on the road, at CFC, at Maryland, at Michigan. And then they come home uh, three days later to play Cal United on Saturday, October 8th at home. So that is going to be a really tough stretch for Albion. Um, they, and, and 
I'll just remind listeners, they just played on Saturday against Syracuse at home. So that's a... And a game that really should have... Five games in 15 15 days. Yes, and a game that really probably should have finished 2-2. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying that the Albion game is a gimme. It's not. But them picking up... uh, Look, if they go through and they win, they get 12 of 12 points. And, you know... God bless them. Yeah, like I, we're not going to have a lot to uh, complain about, as that is a, a brutal, brutal finish to the season um, for them, schedule-wise. The Stars, on the other hand, play at Pulse on Sunday, October 2. Then they play home versus Albion on Wednesday, October 5. Those are two monster games. That at Pulse uh, on Sunday, October 2, quick turnaround to home versus Albion is two very tough matches for the Stars. I expect they'll get the job done uh, at Pulse, being fresher, but that home versus Albion game... Uh, on short rest is going to be tough for them. I would not be surprised to see both teams draw, both teams struggle to get something going, which would be the best uh, outcome for us. They then play at Flower City a week later. We'll call that a win. On Monday, October 10 at 3 p.m., has Flower City completely given up, Matthew? (laughs) I love that. At Flower City on Monday, October 10 at 3 p.m. What the fuck, Nisa? I guess it's not the only... I guess USL does that some too, but God, that is embarrassing. And then the Stars close up the season uh, at home versus CFC on Saturday, October 15. So that is... That Pulse Albion turnaround there, it will make or, play, will make or break the Stars uh, run for the hosting playoff there. I think that's the... Because they're, they're going to get the job done at Flower City. And then, of course, us at the end of the season... Um, depends on how, of course, Albion is gone and whatever else. But I think that that Pulse and Albion turnaround is a tough one for them. But I expect that they will. Uh, I actually expect that table's going to finish exactly how it sits now, Matthew. The table currently sits for anyone who's not been looking, and this is by um, adjusted points per game. It sits Cal United Strikers first with 2.18, Chattanooga FC with 1.95 in second place, Albion San Diego third place 1.81, Michigan Stars 1.63 in fourth place, Maryland Bobcats 1.32 in fifth. place. Place in Syracuse Pulse 1.21 in sixth place. And that is your top six. That is your playoff um, teams. It's just where are they going to finish? And I so would, I actually I think I actually think Syracuse is gonna is gonna take uh, overtake Maryland. Oh interesting. Let's and, go and over, maybe, let's, Yeah, and maybe that's just partly because Maryland's not playing really well right now. Uh and I can see them. I can see them getting a draw here or there. Like they, they were pretty even with Albion um, out in San Diego in the middle of August. But what they're what they're not doing well right now is winning games. Uh, they've already lost to Pulse. They've already lost to uh, Michigan Stars on the weekend. Uh, they're they're not in. They got a draw against us at home a few weeks ago. Uh, but I, I just have a feeling like it is Syracuse is on a on a roll right now. And they seem to have, they seem to have some things figured out, uh, and, and they're making this this pretty big late push. And I, I just wonder. Let's talk about. There, let's there's talk. There's not a lot left in it. Let's talk about their remaining schedules, Matthew. Um, so Maryland has four games left. Syracuse has three. Um, Syracuse will start with them. Play at Cal United, as we mentioned, tomorrow, Wednesday, September 28th. That is a massive, massive game. Uh, end of a um, pretty significant road trip here for them. Um, then they play home versus the Stars. That's two incredibly tough games in a row. The home versus Stars is on Sunday, October 2. But they'll have a, an entire travel day, I would think, on Thursday. It will take them all day Thursday to get all the way across the uh, across the coast. So it's a across, coast to coast, excuse me. So it will be very good for them that it's scheduled on Sunday and not on Saturday. 
And then they have two weeks off before that big clash to end the season at Maryland on Saturday, October 15th, which that might be the decider for their uh, for their matchup. And then Maryland plays at home versus Albion on Saturday, October 1st, at Cal United Wednesday, October 5th, at LA4 Saturday, October 8th, home versus the Pulse on the 15th. I do think it is very possible that the Pulse will jump. I do also think that they both have a pretty hard run of fixtures here. Um, LA Force have been terrible, but you're still going to LA. You're still fighting the travel. And Maryland having to go to LA three days after playing at Cal United. Oof. That's going to be tough. And they got to play Albion first to start that off. Then they got to play Cal United. They're going to be beat up going to LA Force unless they just choose to rotate. Then they still have a week off for the Pulse game at home. Um, yeah, very, very interesting uh, idea that Syracuse could jump them. It is possible. It is possible. I also think, sneaky, sneaky here, um, we're going to find out what Albion is made of. Um, they did not start this season playing a lot of games. In fact, they had the least number of games played uh, up until very recently, where they have now, uh, they still only have 16 plays. They saw the least amount, but they were like five games behind everyone else. Um, for listeners, again, we've played 22 games. They've played 16. They've played six less than us. So we really just don't know what they are. Um, but I will say that I think this stretch could prove to be too much with them with how, how tough that schedule is, in which case I think you could see this going, and I know I said earlier I thought it was going to remain the same, but I think it may go Cal United, us, then Michigan, then Albion, and then I just kind of think it's going to be Maryland and Syracuse, but I get your point that it could be Syracuse in that uh, fifth spot. Yeah, I've also one other thing. I, I would bet money that Syracuse is flying out after the Cal United game uh, on a red eye back home. Let me check what time that game is. One second. It starts at 6 p.m. Pacific time. I, I imagine they will be on a flight out that night. It says 7 Pacific time for what it's worth. That's on Cal United's website. It doesn't mean it's been updated, but I'm just throwing that out there. I uh, I, I was looking at Fat Bob earlier for mine. It may have changed then. So, and, But anyway, I, I think the, the point remains. Uh, sure. I could see I could see Syracuse nicking a point in in, in California against the Strikers. Uh, I could see them I could see them winning honestly winning the Michigan Stars game, and then uh, and I and then they, I, I think they'll be I think they'll, it'll, this thing comes down to honestly final day Star uh, Michigan or uh, excuse me Syracuse and the Bobcats and the winner of that game. Uh, will be the the fifth place team. Will be interesting. Will be interesting to find out. So I think we've actually f- kind of lined up the um, matchups as they as they look as every how everyone's going. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think that we are in a good spot. I'm very excited. I hope that we can sew up second place and then coming out of that. Um, I would like to play Maryland. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. I think Maryland is the weakest of these six uh, teams, and I want yep. no part of the Pulse um, or, the, or the Stars. Um, so I would like to play uh, Maryland, and followed by Albion, followed by the Stars, followed by the Pulse. Um, Pulse last because I just don't want to take a chance on possibly losing to our um, ex-coach and our ex-players. But that's just my heart. Um, 
Yeah. And, and I, everyone knows the Stars game is going to penalties, so that's me being really, 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 really grumpy um, and saying I don't want to play Syracuse. Um, yeah. And hopefully we're all, you know, what would be awesome here, and, and the kind of dream scenario for CFC fans would be, the realistic dream scenario, I mean, is that we come in second place, which is the most likely thing here, hopefully. Cal United comes in first. Cal United loses their semifinal match to whoever goes out there, preferably Maryland Bobcats. And we could play Maryland Bobcats at home in the final because we've won our way to the final. We're hosting the final. And we could play the most, um, I think, beatable team um, from our um, from our point of view. But uh, obviously, beggars cannot be choosers. What we must do is get to the playoffs first, which we are, have arrived. But now we want to get a home game and preferably a home game after a bye, play the least amount of games, and hopefully uh, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, and, and like, listen, it's playoffs and... Playoffs are weird and crazy things can happen. And uh, I don't think it's, as a general, we'll, we'll, we'll probably make this point in a future podcast once it's actually crunch time. But I don't think it's appropriate to judge a team for a season based on how the playoffs went. Um, I think it's much more appropriate to judge a team based on the regular season, even if that regular season comes down to a couple of games, just because there's a, there's a larger body of work. And... Um, securing securing second place in the league, securing a home playoff semifinal game is what we asked for at the beginning of the season, is what we were hoping for. And like low-key expecting, but definitely hoping for. And I think securing that means we're on a really good path. Both as like both for the season and you let the playoffs happen as they happen. And, and then also as, as a club taking a step forward. Uh, on the field. Now, Breezy, let me uh, let me ask you something before we wrap up, since we're gonna we're gonna drop this before the Albion game. Uh, really quickly, sum up what you thought of the uh, the performance against Flower City in that one 0 win. Well, Matthew, um, I'm not agree with me, and I said it wasn't great. So I'd be I'd be curious, like, for some more words. Yeah, so I think we were defensively tidy. Um. I think we controlled that whole game, and I think our final pass was pretty abysmal. Um, and I went back and rewatched the first half. I've not rewatched the second half, and my thoughts were the same from watching it live. And while I'm not thrilled that we only won 1-0 against Flower City, I just don't care. Because the goal of, at this point in the season, we are who we are. On our day, it is my belief that we can beat anybody if we are playing well we can play our game and we can beat anybody in this league including Cal United now every game is not our day every day is not our day but at this point in the season I don't believe I'm going to see a giantly a massive difference in or a giant leap from CFC I think I want to see us continue to pick up points it didn't matter how we won all things considered on on Saturday night it mattered that we won we got our three points and we move on to the next one. Albion is a much bigger game. But even if we draw against Albion and then draw against the Stars, and let's say that clinches a second place, like, yeah, that's gonna that'll hurt. But who cares? The goal was to get second place. All that matters right now is to come into the come into the uh, playoffs in second place, trying to get uh, that first home game secured, which is the next objective. And then from there, it's win that home game and see where we go. So that's how I'm feeling about the rest of the season, about this. I'm not going to get too high or too low about any one game because 
at this point in the season, we are who we are. And we're a little inconsistent, but we're a very, very good team. And now it's just about getting three points. And here's the other thing. Good teams win games ugly. They win them pretty, but they just win. And one thing we didn't do a lot of uh, the last couple years was win ugly. Or enough of, I should say. We didn't do enough of was win ugly. And uh, and something we didn't do earlier on this season a few with a few draws was win ugly. And we did win ugly, and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I, I do think over the course of over the course of 90 minutes, literally anything can happen. And we've actually seen that this season in moments. But I do think the way that Albion is playing right now, I don't think there's any question that the level and intensity and the quality, especially in the attacking third, uh, is going to need to be elevated and against against Albion uh, to be able to to, to have a, to be able to, to secure three points in that game. And I, I would add, I thought I thought our possession was a little bit wasteful. Uh, maybe a lot wasteful would be more more accurate against Flower City. We're not going to have as much time on the ball against Albion. They're they're a good team at keeping possession. Uh, transition opportunities are going to be are going to be important to create, and we did we did create a big one against uh, against Flower City early in the second half that we should put away, and, uh, and 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 I'm hoping that like knowing that there are fewer opportunities, knowing that we're not going to have the ball ninety percent of the match like we did against Flower City, hopefully that helps up the intensity and the urgency level, uh, and and that Saturday was just a, a course of like sometimes it happens. You play down to your opponent a little bit, um, and and if we're playing down to Albion, that's probably uh, you'll you'll see a, a big spike in the intensity and the performance uh, compared to Saturday night. And hopefully, it ends with you know the the Cheddar highs and Nuka lows and three points secured and second place guaranteed. I could not agree more. Um, yeah, man, it's it's one of those things. We're at the point of the season where we are who we are. And we have to play, if we play down to a team, that's a bummer, but it doesn't mean we're a bad team. And if we play up to a team, you know, it shows how good we can be. And I think we just have to see how uh, Wednesday goes. But Wednesday's a much, much bigger, Wednesday, a.k.a. tomorrow, uh, and I'm going to drop this as soon as we get off the phone, um, tomorrow's a much bigger game than uh, Saturday's game was. But in the end, they all count for three points, and we got the job done on Saturday, and let's go get the job done on Wednesday. That's the goal. All right, buddy, anything else? Uh, I'm good. I just want to also mention that there is $2 beers from 6 to 7 o'clock uh, at yep. Sorry, I'm uh, trying to think of all the all the happy, like, good things for... Hold on, let me see. Um, that's a good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a happy uh, laugh. I'm just going for all the happy sounds I can over here about the thought of $2 beers. 6, six to 7 o'clock. Uh, will be the $2 beers in the stadium. Not exactly sure where, maybe the plaza. Um, I tell you what, that's where you'll be able to find me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I imagine you'll be able to find a lot of people there. Uh, but that's a good, great reason to come out early and get a little get a little loose, uh, loosened up for the match. And and then, you know, we'll go see what happens. And then also there's, uh, there's a game on Saturday night. It's an exhibition game, but that should not stop you from coming out uh, to, see, to see the guys. And hopefully a few guys that uh, we need to get some minutes for to be ready for the playoffs. 
uh, that have been in more some of reserves roles these last few weeks. Agreed. And I will mention one other thing. The way our schedule breaks out, um, we play on the 28th, and then we then that's tomorrow. And then we play on October 1st in exhibition to kind of get some legs going. And then we got two weeks before the, the next game. Uh, to close the season, and then we got two more weeks. If we, assuming we come in second place before we play again, so one thing that we will need is uh, is to hope for is that the guys stay sharp, and that also the guys get a chance to heal up if they're carrying nagging injuries, if they're carrying you know some fitness concerns, whatever, whatever. Um, this could be a really, really terrible thing. I'm just being honest for sharpness, or it could be a really, really important thing for getting healthy. So uh, remains yeah, to be seen which one it will be, and getting reps in practice as well. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, also, also uh, Saturday night, the first half of the match will be fireworks because that's our last uh, our last non playoff game of the home schedule. There's play. There's fireworks on October first. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Well, it sounds like you have arrived at home, so we will wrap this up right here. But thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll catch you later. <laughs>